0: Hey, Mark, how are you?
1: Good, how are you? Welcome.
0: Good, good, good. Welcome to the Leadership Talk podcast. It's a pleasure to have you. And I'm very excited and I'm so sorry, you know, the last time we tried to do this a couple of weeks ago, it didn't quite work out because of the internet connection. Um, But I'm glad you're here today and I am super excited to talk about how is everything going with you and the hospitality business there in Rapid City? If you can give us a brief you know, overview, tell us about the three top challenges that you have had so far after you know, COVID and, and post-COVID.
1: That's a lot of, lot, lot, lot of, lot of information in one short question. I know. Um, <laughs> so I would say you know, for our company, we've seen... We've seen probably what a lot of companies that have hotels in different types of markets have seen. In our, in our Rapid City market, which is leisure, uh, summer drive traffic, it's been tremendous. It's probably been one of the best summers we've ever had. Um, most of our properties in Rapid have been sold out for the last two months. So it's been, it's been a great, great summer. For our properties in more corporate markets, there, I think we've seen that the business travel is still not fully engaged. There's still a lot of hesitancy, and while we're doing it's, it's a lot better than it was in 2020, we're not anywhere near a semblance of normal. So it's going to be a slower road back. So drive traffic in resort areas, I think you're going to see a, a much quicker recovery than we have. But on the other side, on the business side, it's going to be a it's going to be a slower trickle from the faucet before it gets opened wide. Um, three challenges. Well, I think the challenges we're seeing are not unique to us. I think they're probably very similar to what we're seeing across the country industry-wide. Um, number one challenge for every hotel, I believe right now is staffing. It's staffing on the hourly level, it's staffing in entry-level roles, in, in managerial roles. It's it's really all the way up the ladder. It's, 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 it's a huge challenge. Uh, second challenge is me on the operation side for hotels is the the, uh, supply chain. Getting basic supplies, cups, soap, shampoo, linen, duvets, all the things that are necessary for us to service the customers um, and provide them the right product experience. That's a huge challenge and it's really come to fruition in the markets like Rapid City where we're busy and trying to really try to make sure that we don't lose business because we don't have enough supplies it's, it's put a lot of strain on, on the management team to really make sure they are sourcing every potential option for all their supplies. Um, and I would say the third challenge, and it's one that, we, that I uh, mentioned a moment ago, it's really just trying to work towards the best ramp up on the corporate side. It's really making sure that we're availing ourselves for the things we're seeing now, which are small pop-up meetings. Um, which are people who have to travel because their, their roles dictate that they must go to different, to, to different cities and they're, they're at a level where they're making decisions themselves to travel. What we're really waiting for is the mandated travel. It's the people who are, hey, you guys are going to a training in, in Cedar Falls, Iowa, or hey, we're having a big meeting in, in Annapolis or wherever it may be. It's that, it's that mandated travel that's falling behind and, and we're really waiting for it to come back we're seeing small pop-ups, but not those big training sessions, classes, um, meetings, strategy sessions. Those things are still lagging behind uh, on the business side, but leisure side has been incredible.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And, you know, to pick back, like on what you said, you know, the challenging with staffing, and I totally agree. You know, I have friends all over the country and also, you know, like in Brazil, I was talking to a gentleman and everybody's like, People are curious, right? Like, how are you? What is the, the, the game plan, right? How are you um, outsourcing staffing? And, you know, one great thing that, you know, I've done here in Annapolis is I reach out to the CVB, and now they have like a job site, right? So it's an extra venue for the hotel to post a position and also you know being connected right with the folks in the industry and you know like I have a colleague from Hotel Downtown and he was like Wilka, you know I have a need of housekeepers how are you guys feeling in housekeeping positions so you know we gave him some tips here and there Um, but also it's just very challenging I don't think it's going to be easy right for us but I you know, we are making it, but I heard you saying that you were sold out, you've been sold out for two months. Like I'm sold out every weekend because also here it's leisure market. So right. how are you dealing with that? Like are you guys, you know, did you lay off people prior to the pandemic or not? And how are you guys coming back and keeping it up with, for two months?
1: Yeah, I think, I think a couple of things, you know, with the pandemic, um, you know, the pandemic hit in our slow season, so it wasn't the the, the amount of amount of cutbacks we need to do was not as great as, as in in corporate areas, um, because we, we go from 95 percent in the summer to 25, 30 percent when all winter. So in March, we're still in our slow season. So it wasn't so terrible in that respect. Um, I think a couple things are going to carry forward. One is. Um, It's really the onus is really on us as as leaders to create to make sure we create and make sure the properties create a culture that engages our team members that welcomes them that makes sure it's recognizing accomplishments it's one that is giving being a very very important ment giving a very important mentorship feel to their to their staff. Um, I think the days of managers who were able to be successful with a my way or the highway approach is long gone. And you, you, you do that nowadays and you're going to be working every department. So I think it's really incumbent upon each single property unit to have managers who are mentors, who are guiders, who are leaders, who are not afraid to roll up their sleeves, but also really embody that, that employee first mentality with their staff. That, that's once you get the staff on board. So the, the problem I think right now is not so much taking good care of them when they get there, it's actually getting them in the door. And it, it doesn't appear to be a matter of wages or, or benefits or anything like that, because the wage levels in all the markets have jumped considerably, and it hasn't increased the amount of people in the pool. So I think what we're gonna have to do as an industry is really look to source out and create a new, a new pool of hospitality people. And it may be looking at the positions we have in the industry and saying, hey, you know, in a normal world, a Hilton Garden Inn like you're at, you have a certain management structure. And I think looking into the future, that may change a bit. You may go, you may say, hey, we we have a GM, we have an AGM, we have an executive housekeeper, maybe a front desk manager. Maybe in the future you go and you have a model that is, has a few more leaders who are able to really provide that, 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 more dedicated touch point to the associates. And in turn, they can also be more engaged with the customers um, and make sure the associates are more engaged with the customers. So I think having more support at the property level um, is, is going to be a key as we move forward in the future. Now balancing that with making sure we don't crash payrolls for for our owners is it, going to be a challenge. But I think the 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 days of having just a few managers on site it's probably behind us in, in the new reality that we're facing now. And it's really going to be breeding and growing new, new entry level managers from within and then moving them into those roles and really getting them a good foundational operational experience so that they're able to be, become the future GMs and the future directors of sales.
0: Yeah, I think that's awesome that you brought that up You know about the culture because it's like um, I was talking to a client yesterday and she said, I want you to help me right now. In sales, right? She need a contract and so forth. And I said, ma'am, I would love to help you right now, but I have a, pe- a person like here in, in front of me to check in. I'm the only manager right now. And can I call you right back? You know, so like when you explain to customers what you're going through and, you know, you're uh-huh. going to follow up with them, people understand. Um, so I think also, you know, what I really... Um, have seen in the industry here on this side on the east coast and you know you're from new jersey area and i came from new york yeah Yeah. so we you know we were on the east coast and you know i think for people like the major cities right people are want to travel um airports are busy like my my you know feeder city obviously it's new york and pa delaware all of that but you know, like BWI numbers are skyrocketing. And, you know, I love that, you know, Visit Annapolis work really closely with the BWI in or around the county, right? Um, not just for staffing, but also promoting the area, you know? So how do you um, work there in your area in Rapid City with your team members and, you know, to the next level with organization, with partners in the area too? attract you know future employees for you for your hotels
1: yeah we we, we have been fortunate enough um, for the last several years and it went away little last year but we partnered with um, the rapid city school district uh across the entire metro area and they actually have been developing a very strong uh leadership and career platform um, it's probably something that's already like up and running in places like annapolis and other larger areas but it was something that's new for Rapid City and we've been we got involved actually in the junior high level so 6th 7th and 8th graders who we would be able to go and, and talk to them in class we'd be able to do career presentations they actually even have job fairs and interview fairs and it was really um, getting people engaged in thinking about careers at, at a younger age when when there's a lot of a lot of uncertainty about what people want to do you know, most 6th and 8th graders have, you, know, you have a few who, hey, I want to be a doctor and I'm going to be a doctor someday, but then you have so many who have no idea what they want to do. So the purpose of, the, of that program really is to, to encourage or indoctrinate them in one direction. What it is, is to really show them all of the different opportunities and channels that are out there and all the things that they can do if they want to. And you know what some, of the, what some of the benefits are of, of, of a hospitality career or a career in medical or whatever it may be. And they really just get them to start, to start thinking about and asking questions. And that, that was a tremendous platform to start because what, what they are doing is taking that at the junior high level. And then the, as those students go into high school, ninth, 10th, 11th grades, they will eventually track into a, a course platform that will help them give them great foundations for a career, whether their career involves going to college education or whether it involves going into a trade or whatever it may be so that when they graduate high school, they're not, they're not just sitting there with a diploma and saying, okay, well, I've got this, what am I gonna do with my life? They've, they've, they've had a time to really ask questions, maybe do an internship, um, go to career fairs and learn about different industries and really understand what what jobs are out there and what jobs they can do in the local market. In, in South Dakota, uh, hospitality is the number two employer in the whole entire state. So if you wanna have a career where you, where you can stay in South Dakota, that's what you want. There's really, you know, not many better industries to get into than hospitality. And a lot of people don't even think about it. So it was really, it's a, it was a great inroads to getting people to really think about and understand what a hospitality career looks like. Unfortunately, last year, that really got um, completely shut down with the pandemic. Uh, we've been engaging again this year, and we're hopeful that if all goes well, we're going to get back on track with that, because I think it really provides that solid foundation for these students to have a thought and process behind what their, what their classes are taking in high school, what jobs they may get. You know, it it, it, gets them that, it gets them to a place where they're focused rather than aimlessly wandering when they graduate.
0: Yeah, actually, I love that because that's how actually I came to the States because I was an intern, you know, and I wanted to come here and have the American, you know, experience in that hotel, how Americans run the hotels here. So that was the, you know, the beginning of, that, of it all. Um, but also, I think, you know, for us now, you know, the numbers of Q2 is there. How is it looking for you in your areas?
1: Yeah, for for Rapid City, it's been great. Like I said, the summer here has been record-breaking. For our corporate locations outside of South Dakota, it's been okay. It hasn't been any semblance of a normal year, but it's been a world better than it was in 2020. And we've seen a lot of of demand, future demand, um, in late Q3, Q4, 2021, and a lot of stuff coming on the books in 22 so the recovery looks good um, obviously we're all watching and seeing what's being what's happening right now with the with the new variant and where that goes and you know if we're peaking out or if there's still going to be you know another another round but the future for for the corporate hotels that we have it looks really strong as we head into late 21 and into 22 um, I know Smith Travel has said, you know, recovery is going to be, you know, three, four years before you get back to where you were. Um, but I think as long as we're seeing progress, as long as we're seeing growth, as long as we're seeing that, that gain in occupancy and ADR and revenue, I think that's going to really help to calm a lot of the nerds out there. When you, when you see that growth, when you see progress, when you see future bookings, it gives you confidence that we're on the right path to recovery.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And it's just so um, nice, you know, to see also, you know, here in my market um, groups for booking for 2022 already, you know, and uh, we are very lucky that, you know, obviously here in Annapolis is major in the summer, you know, it's uh sailboat capital, right? It's like sailing capital of the world, you name it. But it's just also... The sports teams, you know, um and actually talking about the BT, like I had a group a training. Like these folks came and they had a training the entire week, and I was like, "What is? I'm so happy, you know. There's a (laughs) training with a a meeting room, it you know, for five days. I was like, this is a win-win, you know, and I gave you know, them the best I could, right? And then they wanted to have, they were training for some tools, you know, some heavy machines. They needed space outside in the parking lot. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. We can make it happen. You know, our parking is free. And, you know, it's just Mm -hmm. like, you get so creative, right? Because you want to help, you want to get that business and you do have to be, you know, um, an expert to catch, right? Because if you can't do it or if you're going to think about it, they're going to go to the next hotel. Um, So how are, how is your team being creative right now? And what kind of groups um, have you had so far?
1: You know, it's the, the, my team has done a tremendous job. I can't say enough good things about them. Um, Both from the team here in Rapid city, where we've been, like I said, most of the properties have been sold out since, since late May, early June. Um, Just making sure that they're taking good care of their teams, making sure they're doing a great job of taking care of the customers because you, know, you have customers out there right now who you have some who are very confident about traveling you have some who are more hesitant so it's really making sure that you can you can you can sense and understand what their what their questions or hesitations are and really help give them confidence um so here in south dakota it has been more transient based um uh, we've had we've seen some tour business coming back we've seen some group business coming in some reunions and a lot of family type uh, activities um, in our in our uh, more corporate location, inside the state, we've seen some really big events, and that's presented an interesting challenge because when you're running a hotel and a convention area where you you know you can go from uh, groups where you have 20, 30 people on some days, and then all of a sudden you go from a week and a half of maybe 20, 30, and then you have three days where you have six, seven hundred people you're serving plated dinners to. It presents a challenge, so the team has had, has had to be all hands on deck for those, and they've really pulled through well. We've gotten some tremendous feedback from our clients. Uh, we had a, a a letter from one of the uh, one of the weddings we just did, where we had the, the parents of the bride wrote to the property, and they said, you know, we were we were more nervous than you guys were, and you just made it look like there was nothing even happening behind the scenes. Everything just came out as it should. The food was great. Everyone was calm. You know, you calmed us, was, and and I can tell you because of how tight staffing was. You know, people were were. I mean, the team was stressed. I mean, it was it was it was a, a very high pressure environment. But the fact that they were able to do that and not commit it to the to the to the wedding guests and to the bride and the groom and the parents, it, it's just a testament to how how strong of a team they are. And it, it's we've gotten so many great compliments this summer, and it's it's basically you know, all hands on deck for these larger events and they've done a great job. And we've gotten some, we've already gotten several of our clients that we've had in this summer who have rebooked for next year, even though they're being prospected and and called on by a lot of our competitors. I think the team there has done such a great job taking care of them. We're really building some strong loyalty for the future.
0: Well, that's awesome. Very awesome to hear. 600 plates and dinner and weddings. And that's awesome. I love it. So... Just, uh, do you want to, um, I know that we have to wrap up now, um, do you want to, um, if you could just like say to filter hoteliers, what would you say um, after this, you know, pandemic situation that we all lived um, as a motivation, you know, for them to jump on board and, and do the best they can?
1: Right, well, I'll say for future hoteliers, but also current hoteliers, those who maybe haven't been in the industry that long and. A lot of what they've seen is, is the pandemic because anybody who got in the industry the last three years you know as well as i do the first couple of years you're, you're learning you, you don't know what you don't know so if you've been in the industry for the last you know two three four years the pandemic really has shaped a lot of what you've seen and experienced and i think what uniquely you you have now if, you, if you've lived through that you've gone through the the downturn and the challenges from an organization, from staffing, cost control, sales—all those things—it um, will—it will prepare you so well for the future. You—you you may not see it now, but you will be a much smarter operator. You'll be a much stronger operator, um, having gone through downturns in the past, having gone through after September 11th, having gone through the recessions 2008, 2009. Um, you learn from each of those. It's not fun going through it. If we never have to see it again or go through a downturn again, I'll be the happiest person in the world. But you learn so much. And I think those who have experienced it, you become a better operator. You become smarter. You become more well-rounded. You see things through a different lens. And that the, the lens of the pandemic, don't let it, you shouldn't shape what you, what you are, but it should be something that gives you perspective to, to be a better operator and to understand the frailties of, of the of the human condition we're in and the, the frailties of, of business in general and how things can change really quickly so you've got to have a great plan and if you're not in the business i think the resiliency of hospitality the the fact that it is a business is based foundationally on people you can have the most beautiful hotel in the world it can open up it can have beautiful accommodations you can, can have a beautiful restaurant have great views but if you don't have that right team in place it's nothing, it's a failure. The team makes the hotel and people are resilient. So if you're looking for a business where in a career where you can work with, be surrounded by, exchange with amazing people who are resilient, who are people focused, who are customer focused, who are smart, who are hardworking, who are industrious. You know, those are the people you'll be surrounded with in this business. And for those who have just lived through the pandemic, they're gonna be the ones who are super strong, and they're going to be able to teach you so much as you come into the business. So it really is a great time to step into the industry and start to build a, a career for the future.
0: And uh, just one more point. Are you still hiring for the regional corporate sales?
1: We are. We're looking for a, a corporate a corporate sales director uh, based here in Rapid City to be over all of our properties and our, our sales structure. And uh, it's, it's, it's a position where I think two or three years ago, there would have been, you know, 30, 40, 50 applicants immediately, but in this environment where I think you have two things, you have a lot of people who have left and gone into other industries. I know a lot of salespeople, very successful, strong salespeople who have left the industry. You also have a lot of people who are very hesitant to make a move because they're comfortable with what they know, where they know, whether that be the company they're with, whether it be where they live. And it's it's scary for people to pick up in, in any time in, in life to move, but it's even more, people are even more hesitant right now because of the uncertainty of what things are gonna be like in you know six months, a year, two years. So people are sticking close to home right now. And I think I think that is is really the core of where I think a lot of our, our, our businesses and a lot of the hotel in the hotel industry are facing a challenge on recruiting. But for our particular position, I think it's a great position where someone who has um, strong property level experience, has experience in, in, in BT, and in Smurf, in, in events, weddings, um, it's a great role where someone can really get that first step upward in taking all their expertise and really creating and building and helping us continue to foster our sales culture here. So hopefully we'll find that individual who can be a change maker and who can really build and, and, and make a, a, a culture that's that they put their personal stamp on and that one that becomes successful for the team members under them and for the person who does it themselves.
0: Awesome. And I hope that somebody is listening to the leadership podcast will, you know, send you a direct message. And if not, they might know somebody that is interested and willing to, you know, make the move and the change, because I think really, you know, life, it's about opportunities and you have Absolutely. to take them when they are presented to you. So I will share also with my my folks, uh, my network here on LinkedIn um, and, you know, on the podcast, the description for, for the job, for the position. And again, thank you so much, Mark, for taking the time. It's been a pleasure, Wolfgang. I,
1: I, I look forward to hopefully talking to you again. It's been a real pleasure.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you.